What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. It is Monday. It is six o'clock, and today we're doing some cowboy talk. Now, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited about doing this because we haven't done it uh, at all recently, and lately our fans have been wanting uh, some more football talk, and we're going to give it to them. And the biggest headliner about football is it's not Jerry Jones not getting along with Amari Cooper. No, it's not Ezekiel Elliott uh, can't perform as a running back one. That's not it. It's wide receiver. Do the Cowboys need wide receiver help? Honestly, straight to it, straight to the answer, because I'm one of those guys that don't like to wait towards the end of the video. No, I don't think they need wide receiver help. And this might shock a lot of people, but we're going to explain this all throughout the video. Okay, so uh, as of recent, Georgia, uh, Washington, right? Uh, Washington. Washington. I was about to say, I I kind of stopped myself, but there's no going back there. Um, Washington, the wide receiver that the Cowboys picked up from the Pittsburgh Steelers, he did have a, a, was it a fractured foot? So he will be out six to 10 weeks. So yeah, that is going to cut into the beginning of the season. Okay. You do have Michael Gallup who is coming off of torn ACL from week 17 of last year. So no, he's not going to start right away. He might say he's ready week one, but what we see right here, no, you, you don't do that. Even if he does come back, he still needs time to get back into the groove of things and, and work out and get with the team. And that, that connection with Dak Prescott is not going to happen right away. So the wide receiver room for the Cowboys will not be ready until, you know, week four, week six of the season. And that's just, you know, that's being generous. We don't know. It could be halfway to the season. And then they finally have that wide receiver room. That's if C.D. Lamb can stay healthy. Huge if because he's gonna be taking on the whole workload, safety with Dalton Schultz. And we did have plenty of scares last year. All you fantasy players know this of Dalton Schultz almost going down with injury. You know, that, that that's huge. So injuries do play a huge part. And the Cowboys, they they also lost two offensive linemen. They lost uh Collins, they also lost Williams, offensive tackle and guard. That's a huge concern for the Cowboys because now Dak Prescott will be on the move. He has to have that reliable wide receiver, and the only liable wide receiver that they have is C.D. Lamb, and he's going to be double covers the whole time. It's going to be tough. So what do the Cowboys do from here? Okay, do they look into free agency? I know everyone's saying, hey, the Cowboys need to go pick up OBJ. OBJ is the, the dog, man. He's the guy. But you're going to be in the same boat. He's coming off of a, an ACL injury off the Super Bowl, okay? So he's in the same boat as Gallup. So you still will not have a wide receiver room ready until after week six. So how does that make any sense? Why would you spend that much money? And more than likely, it's going to be a one-year deal. So why would someone do that? And looking into the Cowboys schedule, which I'm going to bring up real quick, looking into the Cowboys schedule, I'm sorry to say this, okay? I'm going to get a lot of backlash on it, but this is the easiest schedule in the league. Okay, I, I see Whoa. six, seven games that y'all could possibly lose, maybe, and the rest should be. I, I hate to say it, but it should be a gimme for you guys. Okay, <laughs> one Giants, oh. Eagles, Lions, Giants again, Texans, Jaguar. Okay, guys, come on, Bengals. Uh, the Bengals. So, Parker. so missing this wide receiver group isn't a huge concern for me. Why not try to develop this young team? You have young studs in the defense, Micah Parsons, Diggs. Why not develop these guys offensively? You did draft a wide receiver in the third round. Uh, I believe uh, his name is Jalen Talbert, right? And uh, he is getting first round, uh, first team reps. But there's also another guy that I'm super high about. He's on the thumbnail, okay? And I hope you guys know about him because I actually did my research for him. Uh, I, I have him right here. Uh, his name is Dennis Houston. He's an undrafted uh, free agent from Western Illinois. 
and he's almost the same built as Jalen Talbert. Almost the same build, just weighs a little bit less, six foot, and he's been getting a lot of praise in practice, especially from Dak Prescott. He came off a press conference saying that when Dennis Houston is out on the field, he's always where he wants him to be and where he expects him to be, and he's a tough, resilient player, and that's what you need, especially coming from your QB1. That is amazing. I could easily see him snatching their first team reps and starting as the wide receiver three for that team. What do you guys think here? Uh, I will go first this time. I think uh, I have some of his like stats here from college. Uh, he's played uh, D one ball. Then he went to JUCO. Then he came back to D one again. Then he moved again to another school. Uh, you just said it, Western Illinois. Uh, but he didn't look like a guy who was gonna make it to the NFL, in my opinion, early on. But the last season he had, uh, he had a thousand plus yards and I believe six touchdowns on ninety uh, receptions. So that's pretty good. That's how he caught some of the eyes, and that's how he's working out with the Cowboys. Um, but I agree with you, AJ. I do think he could be their fill-in wide receiver three. Uh, he's the guy that almost everybody's talking about besides uh, Kevontae Turpin, who's another guy who's pretty big-bodied. Uh, we'll probably talk about him later. But uh, from what I see from Dennis Houston, he's he's good. I mean, he's been impressive in their warm-ups and their reps and everything like that. And when you have your QB1 who solidified there for like the next five years talking great about him. He obviously has something to say when they go into that uh, oval room and they talk about who's going to make it as we saw last year on hard knocks, who's going to make it at this position. Why? uh, Who's been having good spirits. Who's been having good days. Who's been dropping passes, stuff like that. Uh, And so far this guy doesn't have anything bad on his name at all. So I think he should be able to make that 53 man roster. Nice. Yeah, there's there's two schools of thought here. You can either trust in your young guys, trust in your unproven guys, um, until uh, those other two guys, Washington and Gallup, come back, or you can go out into free agency. Free agency, you'll have to pay um, something that you may they may pay off. Honestly, it may pay off, but it also you might the some of these guys that are left on free agency. They're either old or they are coming off injury like Odell. Um, and and maybe all they give you is in the season, maybe 500 yards. Any of these young guys, if you give them the chance and the opportunity and and coach them right, could do that. Um, so it, you just have to take – I think the best thing for the Cowboys is just take a chance on these young guys and just let them play. Maybe week two, week three, if you just see nothing from them, maybe at, maybe after preseason, you just don't see what you want out of them, then maybe you try to sign one of these guys uh, midseason. Um, but right now, I think you have to trust in your own guys, trust in what you uh, – and, and drafting and, and developing players and go from there. Nice. I do agree with you. I mean, I don't agree, but I could see it, Benny. He says they will not beat the Lions this year. The Lions, uh, we are very high on that team this year just because of their heart and attitude. Uh, Reed is very high on this team. I guess you want that, uh, Reed? I, I think they're going to be better. <laughs> That's weird because every time we talk about the Lions, you're always hyping them up. Hey, they're going to be taking kneecaps, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they're the Lions. I don't see that much coming from them. 
Yeah, they are the Lions, which uh, also a reminder, the Hard Knocks start tomorrow, you guys. So Hard Knocks yep. will be premiering tomorrow featuring the Lions. The little, I got a little sneak peek today, and this is just mm-hmm. awesome. A lot of heart in that locker room, which is really good, really good content for people to watch and enjoy. Uh, but going back to the Cowboys here and the wide receiver room, uh, we Vince and I did mention that he could be a great wide receiver three. Well, then, AJ Vince, who's going to be the wide receiver two? I think it's going to be this guy named Noah Brown. He's been in the team since 2017, uh, so he is a vet there. He is 26 years old, so he is exiting the prime of his career, and maybe he can do something. It happens all the time. Uh, for instance, you know, the 49ers, they had a lot of success with this guy named Jawan Jennings. He's been in the team for a little while, older dude, but that guy was a third down machine. And maybe you could find that with Noah Brown still allowing these guys to develop and to build relationships within players of the team. And that's what I think is most important that instead of getting someone like OBJ for just one year, at, or honestly, not even a whole year, but yeah, it will improve that wide receiver room. But at what cost you're, you're you're hurting the development of these young players um but a couple other free agents that i can see the cowboys doing like you said reed just in case like they don't show in free in the preseason or they can't show enough during um the first two weeks of the league mm-hmm. i see guys someone like emmanuel sanders which i don't think can happen because i think he is going to go on the route of broadcasting instead of uh staying within the NFL. Uh, some guy that would have been perfect for the Cowboys would have been someone like Muhammad Sanu. That's a guy that you could keep in the in the team for about a good six weeks. He's a veteran player. You cut him after the six week uh, that could show these young guys some studs and still hold the fort while or until guys like Washington and, and Gallup come back healthy. Um, but I do like Will Fuller. I would love to see Wolf Fuller there. Uh, I would also love to see T.Y. Hilton, but T.Y. Hilton is too much of a stud. He's going to want a whole year contract. He wants to be committed within a team. Another guy that a lot of people are talking about is Cole Beasley. They want Cole Beasley to be reunited with the Cowboys. I haven't dug deep into this research, but the last I heard that they left off on bad terms, that it wasn't the greatest of terms. Um so do you really want that in your locker room? I mean, he he knows the organization. He knows Jerry Jones. He he, he knows, all, uh, you know, the way the Cowboys are built. And so it can potentially help. But, you know, is that just going to bring more drama? And I don't think the Cowboys need that at this time. Let's see. Israel Thotis, thank you so much for being here. Uh, appreciate you, man. We're talking about the Cowboys. We're finally talking about Cowboys today. So I'm glad you're here. Do the Cowboys need help in wide receiver position? You know, our short-term answer was no. I think they should, you know, help develop these young players. They do have a an easy road ahead of them as far as scheduling and as far as their division. Because still to this day, I do not believe the Cowboys will be beaten out by the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't see it. I know, Vince, I know that Eagles have, you know, probably the best old line in the league. They have a brand new talent, A.J. Brown out there, Jalen Hurts, young, dynamic player. But I think the Cowboys are just more of a complete team than the Eagles. But how long is that going to last? I don't know, because the Eagles are just going to be getting better and better from this from here on out. So uh, I just have I just have something uh, since we're talking about like interdivisional teams right now. Uh, there are some trade rumors, uh, and of course, they're trade rumors. Everybody makes these things up. Uh, Reed really bashes on these because there's really no facts behind these sometimes. Uh, but there are talks about the New York Giants and uh, possibly shipping off Darius Slayton to someone. And someone got a little whiff somewhere 
here or there. I don't know who it was. Don't even know the guy who made this article, but he's saying that Darius Slayton could possibly be a wide receiver two or three for the Cowboys while they're having wide receiver troubles currently. Uh, and I, I wouldn't disagree with that, but I also would disagree with that. I feel like if they were going to go after someone from the Giants, it would be Kadarius Toney uh, just because he hasn't solidified himself as a Giant yet and he hasn't ruined his career like Darius Slayton has, in my opinion. Uh, he's just been injury-prone so much, and so has Kadarius Toney. But I think Kadarius Toney has a bigger body. He's able to run routes a little bit better than Darius Slayton does at, in the Giants organization. Uh, so I think if there is any credible truth to this article, I think maybe uh, the Cowboys and the Cowboy fans would love to have Kadarius Tony. He was a, a Florida Gator. He was pretty good. Uh, Jerry Jones, I believe, has some ties to some Florida Gator players here and there. But, um, I mean, Jerry Jones is pretty dead set on not going after anybody. He wants to let these rookies and these uh, undrafted free agents fight it out and see who's going to make the team in that 53-man roster. Nice. Israel commented, but I don't see the trouble. Please explain yourself, Israel. Uh, do you not see trouble in your wide receiver group right now? Or do you think you guys are going to hold off? Because what we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, we're saying that there might be trouble in the first half of the season. This is why I think they're okay. I think they should help uh, develop these young players, let them play, let them learn. Instead of bringing someone in like an OBJ, a big splash player, instead of bringing someone in like a T.Y. Hilton, Go with these young guys. And there's this what there's one more guy that we did not mention just yet. So while we wait for Israel to stir up some of this conversation, uh, there is one guy that we have not mentioned yet, and I would really like to see him play out there. As you guys know, the Cowboys have one big body wide receiver. Okay, I mean not wide receiver, but that's Dalton Schultz. Okay, I would love to see them use Simi Bioko. Okay, I probably butchered that name, but he is a big bodied wide receiver. And as we all know, the Cowboys struggle in the red zone. They cannot get the ball in the air in the red zone. Uh, they they just have a hard time. And we saw last year, we saw it with CD Lab's numbers. He didn't have a lot of touchdowns. And, you know, that's where Amari Cooper stepped up. But Simi Fioko will be that X factor to bring in there. So what do you do? Do you double cover CD Lamb in the red zone? Uh, he's not a big factor there. So do you double cover Dalton Schultz? Then you have another big body player to go off by um <laughs> oh man Israel's just being toxic over here in the in the comments uh but hey i think green bay has excellent wide receivers i they have adam lazard who is a vet and more importantly uh just like the cowboys well this is a little better a better situation here they have aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers knows how to create these wide receivers especially with this guy christian watson that they dropped in the second round he is a tall lengthy wide receiver that that's someone yes he's unexperienced in the nfl but this is someone that aaron Rodgers could mold to his liking to mold to exactly what he wants to do out there in the field he's very young and it's a lot of excitement there. So I, I, I do like the wide receiver core um, in Green Bay. The only difference is here is that Cowboys are struggling with, with injuries and past injuries to see how soon they could get that wide receiver room up and running for the league. Yeah. Uh, just just to go back on that Simi Fioko guy, uh, AJ, you were talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a little bit of research on him too. Uh, I saw very little on him just because he hasn't been getting a lot of first-team reps. Uh, but he has been getting second team reps, so Dak Prescott doesn't really have anything to say on him too much because he's uh, working out with the two guys that are battling out there. I believe the one QB's name is 
last name is Greer, and then the other one is Cooper Rush, who we know a lot about. Uh, so we are a big I, – I'm a big Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are. I really loved him uh, last year on Hard Knocks. But this Semifiogo guy is like 6'3". Uh, he's got a humongous wingspan. Huge. And they were – I forgot who they were uh, comparing him to when they were talking about Cowboys wide receivers. But he was compared to someone, and they were saying that he has had some good uh, little reps, and they have him on tape where he's caught some pretty nice passes in the end zone. So you talking about him being one of the end zone targets, they can make a package where if they keep him on the 53-man roster while they have some guys on the physically unable to perform list, um, the pup list, or we call it, uh, I think he could be a good factor within those first few weeks, especially because they're going to be going up against some good teams. So you really want the Cowboys to come out with some – misdirection you know they don't have everybody they want to on their roster right now but maybe they can do something to where they keep these guys uh for just a little while even if it's just like on a game contract type of thing until these other guys come back but uh, i'm not too sure exactly what direction they're going in but i know they want to work out a lot of these guys and see who's going to make it after uh, week four of the preseason Definitely. Israel, we actually talked about uh, Noah Brown. We talked about Noah Brown. He's been a vet. He's been there since 2017 with the Cowboys. He is 26 years old. Uh, I'm pretty uh, not. I'm on the up and up for him because he knows the system. He knows his quarterback. And I feel like he can do some damage there. He is exiting the prime years of his career. So I do think he can shine. And hopefully he uses this this time with with unfortunate injuries to go out there and show the Cowboys organization what he can do from what I hear he's been super consistent uh in practice you know not dropping balls uh making key plays but then again this is just practice and we have not seen any preseason games so I think Brown will be an excellent choice a good wide receiver too until these guys come back uh, which is Washington and Gallup and then maybe he could snag that wide receiver three spot because you know that wide receiver one is already locked down with CeeDee Lamb uh, Nestor, thank you so much for being here live. Appreciate you being here, man. Today we're talking about the Cowboys. Uh, so welcome in. If you have any questions about them, Cowboys, about them, Cowboys, let us know. Uh, yeah, he says, oh, Tober. Uh, yes, Jalen Tober is uh, the third round draft pick that the Cowboys got. We did talk about him as well. Uh, he is taking reps with the uh, wide receiver one group or, or, or team one. So that is what's looking like it's going to be the answer for now unless they do decide to pick up a free agent uh which honestly if you're a cowboys organization save your money i don't think you should do it i don't think it's worth it um going back to what you're saying about uh i, I always put you this uh fioco uh vincent yeah he's very big bodied and i i would actually like to compare him to someone like mike evans of course he is not uh talent comparable but size comparable yes i can see that with that big wingspan big body you know he he has some meat on him he can't be a threat in that red zone because as you guys saw last year the biggest threat in the red zone for the cowboys is tony pollard it's tony pollard or or dak prescott and we saw this past year where uh jerry jones you know he basically said this is zeke's year to prove himself and why we gave him this contract that is the sad truth now as a cowboys fan let me ask you this uh, would you like to see Ezekiel Elliott on the Cowboys next year with his given contract? Don't, don't think about his, you know, uh, what he's done his rookie year or his second year. Think about now. Think about the impact that he has now because I get questions like this all the time about Jimmy G. Oh, why don't you want Jimmy G in your team? It's not that I don't want him on our team. It's just that I don't like his contract. 
you know, you got to think about future players for the Cowboys. You got to think about Parsons. Uh, you got to think about Diggs. You got to think about, you know, Dak Prescott has to get paid again. You got to think about CD Lamb. You know, and what if you do find another big time wide receiver? What if you do want to reinforce your offensive line? That's the stuff you got to be thinking about because the NFL is a business after all. Uh, Israel says he does. He does want to see Ezekiel Elliott there. Now, I think Ezekiel Elliott only has a spot. I don't know. The, the Cowboys might give in if he has a breakout year, and it has to be a breakout year. Anything less than that, they're going to run with Pollard. He's younger. He's cheaper. He's dynamic. I mean, what else can you ask for? And then after Pollard, who do you have? Uh, you have Rico Daldo, Malik hey, Davis. Man. I like that guy. <laughs> little glasses I, guy, man. <laughs> oh, that's who that is. Yeah, that's him. Oh, man. okay. I okay. I take that back. <laughs> I do like him. I saw him a hard knocks. Um, yeah, that guy's a lot of hard. <laughs> feels so bad now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, um, he he was he was learning from Zeke when we saw hard knocks. So maybe he's gotten better over this past year. But uh, but yeah, I agree. I I don't know how good Ezekiel Elliott's going to be this upcoming year. He didn't look too well, and there hasn't been many uh, articles or many videos on him where he's, you know, at the beach training before his con- his next contract when he did the couple years back. But that's what I'm talking about, Rico. My bad. Hey, that's my bad. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, for some reason, that last name just did not click. Uh, he says, sorry, I don't want Hey, be careful, man. Keep your eyes careful. on the road. Yeah, safety yeah. first, man. Uh, been a lot of accident recently. I just had to experience an accident with one of my friends. Please be careful, man. Uh, very important. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, going to the running back position. Yeah, then you have Malik Davis at the very end. It, <laughs> I, I don't see why you would like to have Ezekiel Elliott. He just hasn't been a factor, not even for fantasy football. It's, he's just been a headache. And literally, I don't like the way he carries himself on the team. Uh, watching Hard Knocks last year, you know, he comes in, you know, full confidence, which is great and all. But, you know, it's just he he knows he's he's a number one guy. You know, he knows he has to sit back, not put in the hard work, you know. And, yeah, he lost all this weight last year, what was reported. He doesn't look much better this year either. But you have someone like – like like you said, uh, Nick Rico, and you have Pollard. Those guys, you saw it in training camp. You saw it. They want it. They have something to fight for, and there are dogs out there in the field. They're fighting for it, and I think Zeke lost that motivation. You know, he, he got his paycheck, and I feel like there's no uh, burner under him. Uh, I, yeah, he is a dog Once. at times, or <laughs> – Honestly, yeah, it was a dog, and that's what kind of kind of ticked me off today because I was watching uh, training camp live, and you know it has the headliners underneath, right? So it shows the latest accomplishments. It said beat the 49ers 23-17 in the playoffs last year. Uh, someone needs to get fired over here. Someone needs to be taken out, you know, to to the parking lot. <laughs> get his key, teeth kicked in because that did not happen. The Cowboys haven't won a playoff game. I don't know how long. And the last time they, they finished first in the division was back in 2018. This is the, this is the 2022 season now. Okay. You got to stay consistent because if not, that will be taken from you, especially from the Eagles that have all this hype coming out of nowhere, just because of Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. And then you have, I'm not giving up. You have the Washington team, okay? I'm not, I'm not in total agreement with Carson Wentz, but they're still, a, a, they got Scary Terry out there, uh, a defense. They got Montez Sweat. They, they, they have a, a Young out there. Um, oh man, Israel still being toxic. We're gonna call him our, our toxic fan today. Uh, he, 
out he's talking mad uh stuff about the seahawks uh who are the eagles the eagles is what everyone's high about it it we're I'm probably, I don't know about these guys. I know Vince where he stands, but we're probably one of the only ones that are going out there saying, hey, the Cowboys are going to be the guys who finish on top this year. Everyone's high on the Eagles. And I I just don't see it. It could happen, but the Cowboys cannot beat themselves. I say this every single year. Cowboys have a great team this year. Cowboys have a great team that year. But at the end of the day, they beat themselves. The playoff game against the Niners, people ask me, oh, you think the Niners could beat the Cowboys? No, I, I don't think the Niners could beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to beat themselves, and the Niners will take advantage of that. Now, that game, the Niners beat themselves, but the Cowboys killed themselves. It's exactly <laughs> what happened. And it, that's just a story. Story of the Cowboys. Now, don't kill yourself this year. Don't kill yourself by signing a veteran wide receiver to all this money just for one year where you could develop these guys. And don't kill yourself by uh, keeping Ezekiel Elliott next year. Uh, Cowboys stay consistent. Yes, they do stay consistent. Uh, but it's not enough. Yeah, they need more than it. that. It's, it's not enough. Uh, oh, uh, they got to stay consistent. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, they have to stay consistent, but they can, like I said, they cannot make these decisions and keeping Zeke next year in signing a veteran wide receiver. Just be patient. You have a very favorable schedule. When I said they had an easy schedule, it was to bash the Cowboys. It's in their favor. There is no rush and there is no need to be finding these elite wide receivers that really don't have much to offer anymore. The only person that might have something is T.Y. Hilton. Last year, he had a he had a, a pretty good year. Had zero drops. I think that's something that the Cowboys need. Something someone with consistency, you know. And hopefully, they could find that in in these not free agents, but in these young guys, rookies, undrafted free agents, even Brown. You know, this is what the Cowboys need to do. Concerning for them, wide receiver wise, not really. It happens. Injuries happen. Uh, fortunately enough for the Cowboys, they're not season-ending injuries. So concerning, no. Don't overthink it. Don't listen to these guys who are saying, oh, they need to get OBJ to make a splash at the wide receiver room. No. It's not worth it. I don't know. That's just my opinion here. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. You just you just have to trust in the young guys, uh, see what they got, and go from there. Yeah, man, that's why they have these small little uh, game time contracts where you can just send someone out there, see how they do, see how they perform. Uh, there's no better area to see how someone's going to perform unless it's under the big lights. Uh, so giving some of these new guys, these young guys who are tr- fighting so hard, giving everything they got to make the team. Uh, I think Jerry Jones finally sees it now. He's seeing that a lot of his guys are on humongous contracts and he can't sign anybody else to uh, keep it flowing like that. So trusting in these guys is the best thing to do for him business-wise. I mean, let's see what the Cowboys can do this year. Am I scared of OBJ coming to Dallas? Yes, I am for Dallas. I'm scared for Dallas. OBJ, great wide receiver. He would upgrade any wide receiver room that he goes to. I will admit that. But he's coming off of a torn ACL. That is huge. We don't know what he's going to look like. Okay, and I'm scared that Dallas is gonna is gonna commit and throw him the pot while he cannot provide or give you what you guys are asking for, and you guys can get 
good work from good people instead of someone who is a now Super Bowl winner, which now his price is up more and has a name like OBJ. I think it's a distraction. I think it's it's a it's a lost cause for money. You know, if he comes back, he's going to come back the same time as Gallup, same time as Washington. So really, it was no need to pick him up. But if he comes back and tears it up for the Cowboys, I think he'll be an excellent pick for the postseason. But you got to get there. You got to get to the postseason, which I think you guys will. Um, I, I, I was going to say something. I was going to say something really good. It was going to be like, wow, right? But thanks a lot, Israel. You kind of like distracted me. Uh, oh, man, I, I had it right there in the tip of my tongue. But, yeah, I am scared for the Cowboys to get OBJ for the Cowboys. I, I do think the Cowboys are a lot better than that. They could definitely uh, have a set team, have a winning record uh, with the team they have now and wait patiently for Washington and Gallup. Don't rush them. Let them ease into it. Let them, you know, get football ready. It's going to happen. I found what I was going to say. Okay, it's not that pow anymore. I thought it was, but it's not. Okay, don't forget, you guys, Shark Week is coming. What do I mean about that? At a certain point after in these preseason games, these organizations, these teams, these clubs, they have to make a 53-man roster. Now, it is nuts. I've been looking at this for the past three years. When they make these 53-man rosters, they have to cut a lot of people. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 all these teams are picking up all those free agents that are that just gotten cut from all these uh organizations because they have a lot of talent and they showed a lot in the preseason so so pay attention the preseason okay not just for your team but pay attention to every other team especially in your division because what i noticed that these teams like to take people from their own division just to stick it to them you know because you can find a hidden gem there so watch out for shark week especially if you want to look at uh like teams like the um for for Cowboys fans teams like the Giants teams like Washington you know who who think they have you know a good wide receiver room already you look at those teams see who they cut see how they do in the preseason see who you like because you'll be surprised of how many people actually do get cut and not signed in in the practice squad or sometimes they don't want to sign the practice squad um now now Israel's being toxic towards me it's like hey Vince hey Reed who's Trey Lance um Trey Lance He's the chosen one, okay? He's Jon Snow. We don't know who he is yet. It hasn't been revealed, okay? And unlike Game of Thrones, he's actually going to get revealed in this show, okay? He has he has a show coming out. Uh, but, yeah, Trey Lance, he is the, the savior for the 49ers to actually get out, uh, to get back into the Super Bowl. Not this upcoming year. I think the following year will be his prime year when he is ready. I mean, what else do you want? You signed Debo. You got Brandon Ayuk, who's causing havoc in practice. You got George Kittle. The only concern here is we did lose some offensive linemen. Yeah, don't forget about your old line, Cowboys. Don't forget about Collins. Don't forget about Williams. You guys lost him. Lost him. That's going to be a huge hit. Let's see how you guys recuperate off of that. I think you guys should be more concerned about your old line than your uh, wide receivers because your old line starts everything. That's what makes your running game, and that's what makes your passing game as well. <laughs> uh, Israel says, "Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I know it, it's it's in the dark right now, but one could only hope." Am I right, guys? <laughs> mm. Awesome. Well, that's been our cowboy talk, you guys. We talked a lot about cowboys. But if you guys do like a show like this, uh, I'm big mad. Uh, if you guys do like a show like this, then let us know. We could do a little bit more of this. We'll dig deeper into the cowboys. But until next time, you guys keep on grinding.